0: There's this uh, big wholesaler that's uh, nationwide. His name is Jerry Norton. and Jared or Jerry? Jerry. Jerry Norton. Um, and he is proposing starting a National Real Estate Wholesalers Association. So he wants to start a whole association for wholesalers to be able to represent wholesalers when it comes time to regulation, litigation, all of these things that are going on because more and more states right now are actually implementing and forcing that. If you're going to wholesale, you need to have a real estate license. So the question is always the same. How do I get into real estate investing if I have no money? How do I find deals? How do I negotiate deals? How do I find contractors and manage rehabs? How do I get the money to even buy these houses, to hold these houses? How does a rental work? How do you manage a rental? How do you manage tenants? How do you borrow money? How do you borrow money with almost no interest? How are all these things done? And how are they done the right way? Well, I am john Barbera. And this is an investor's journey where we share with you how to invest in real estate, the right way, and how to get into it with no money, how to do this with real tactics that are working today in the market that we're in right now with things that we are personally doing. So welcome to the show. You know, so I'm which that's another thing that I'm curious about, because if you need to if you're going to wholesale, you need to have a real estate license. But as a real estate agent, you can't wholesale because then you're not doing your fiduciary responsibility for the person. So then wouldn't you be in are they wanting you to do that? So then you don't wholesale because you're being in conflict. I don't know. I mean, that's that's kind of. I don't know what the goal is with that. Like, what's the difference of you having a license? Like, you're still not gonna, if you're truly wholesaling, you're not acting in the seller's behalf. Yeah, there'd
1: be a lot of legislation to have to go around that because, yeah, you have to put your interest before the other person. That means you would have to disclose hey, I'm contracting you, but I'm gonna wholesale this for a higher price. Right. And I'm going to tell you that I'm making 10, 15, 20 grand of that
0: which kills the whole thing of yeah There's like right? oh
1: god why would i yeah. why would i sell to you if you're gonna make if you have a buyer that's gonna pay twenty thousand dollars more why would i know i mean how I many that how
0: many times do we have even wholesalers are double closing because the buyer the investor you know couldn't I mean, handle like, them getting well, that kind of a
1: wholesale fee and that's one thing that would be i mean guess good and bad uh, when it comes to that because like the good thing is is like it wipes out a lot of wholesalers that don't have the capital to be able to close these deals and then resell them kind of like one of some of the big uh, wholesale gr- groups in these areas do mm-hmm. but like on the uh, the bad side is like it wipes a lot of them out so the only people that can do this are the people that have a lot of resources so those fees actually might get worse for the end consumer of uh, who is the ability because now it's like hey they're the only outfit in town there's way less people in out in town and it's like well, now my competition just went to nothing. So instead of being saying, I'm not going to do this less for, for less than 10, I can do 15, 20, 25 because I'm the only one out there. Right. So that – I mean it's a double-edged sword
0: where it's just like kind of be interesting to see like where that would end up going. So, so let me share with you pretty much their – because I mean I've listened to quite a few videos from him talking about this and almost every video – They kind of change what they're doing, because I I think it's something that they just they haven't spent much time thinking about it. And it just came to them and they created a website and they're like, we're doing this. And now people are asking some really smart questions and it's forcing them to stop and be like, huh, should we be doing this, (laughs) you know, so. This is what they're saying right now at the most recent update that he had his attorney on, and you can go to their YouTube channel and check it out. Just type in Jerry Norton. Um, I think his channel's Flipping Mastery TV, I think. You, you'll find that. I mean, it's all over YouTube. But they're going to be a 501c6 nonprofit. Um, they get The whole purpose is so they can lobby For its causes, owners cannot profit. Compensation for officers slash employees is public information. Compensation voted on by board. Up to eight board members appointed first year, then voted on by the general membership thereafter. Can have up to 20 advisors. Conflict of interest policy. Any board member that will benefit from a financial decision is removed from voting. So this is what he posted with his attorney. And as I, I looked at all this and I listened to some of their uh, conversations, one of the things that they brought up is that they need to have they good. They need to provide specialized training to make sure that all wholesalers are wholesaling the right way using uh, the same types of contracts where not every wholesaler has their own type of contract. Nothing. Everybody's using the same contracts, the same assignment fee uh, contracts, the same assignment contracts, all the same stuff. So the entire my, nation. Yes. So my question was on that and to you is, first of all, who determines what the right education is? Yeah. I mean, keep in mind, this is being put together by gurus. You have Jerry. He's a guru. The the yeah, these
1: guys don't make money wholesaling. They make money by educating about wholesaling. They probably make some money, yeah. They, they make they, a ton yeah, of money I'm just being educated. I'm educating. not putting
0: past that. They make money doing real estate itself. But yeah, their big thing is YouTube. You know, their courses, their mentorship, all these things, right? So it's him. It's uh, this uh, the guy that likes to wear the tight shirts uh, the, from TTP. That guy, and then some. Um, I can't remember the other guy. Some like uh brown skin guy. I don't know. He's like Middle Eastern somewhere but he's American. But he's also all over YouTube. So, but they're all wholesaling gurus, right? Yeah. So I'm like so then who's going to dictate what the right way the right education should I, be? That's
1: what I said. That's why I don't think I don't see this really gaining traction. One everyone using the same contracts. Yeah. The National Association of Realtors don't even use the same contracts in every single state. Right? Real estate is a very, very... That's why nobody's been able to disrupt that industry because it's so segmented. It's so litigated. It's so fragmented by state by state city by city jurisdiction by jurisdiction that it's very hard to just say hey we're all going to conform to the exact same standards yeah because every state is different it's like it's like new york they don't use title companies they use attorney's offices it takes right. three months to buy a house over there when here it takes in New York in 20 to 45 days depending on type of loan and other situations and stuff where every state is different and you can see that it's all determined by their own legislature to where we just passed a law not i think it was in 2018 i think they did it to where it's like you have to disclose that hey i'm not wholesaling the property i'm wholesaling my interest in a contract so does alabama do that does kansas do that does texas or does, what other states do that yeah. so like it would be like you can't have just a national wholesale kind of thing to where like there's got there's laws around that
0: so here so- he, here's my biggest thing about this right you know me I'm very anti, you know, let's overregulate everything kind of thing. Once you start putting something in the line of regulation, I think it gets out of control very quickly, you know, and could it come back? Of course. But at first it goes to one extreme, then it goes to another extreme. And these extremes take, take decades potentially because it's politics. Yeah. So by the time things come around. So you're bringing wholesaling into politics now. You're bringing it into their purview, where it's going to be okay. Fine, you can wholesale, but yeah, you got to disclose everything. You got to disclose to your seller how much you're making. You got to disclose to the buyer how much you're making. You got to disclose your intentions at the beginning. I'm like, well, it's also well. How how bad is this? Because as wholesalers, you know, as good wholesalers, let me state that as good wholesalers. (laughs) You have such a unique opportunity to help so many homeowners that are in real trouble. People that really need to sell fast because they got into financial hardship, people that really need to sell fast because of health issues, they need to move, their house is deteriorated. They need this stuff, right? And it's your marketing, it's your efforts, your knowledge, it's your resources that is able to help them, get them exactly what they want, what they're looking for, Who cares how much you're making after that, right? Like if you're solving their problem and you're finding a buyer where you're not screwing the buyer over and you're giving them exactly what they want, what does it matter if you make two grand or thirty grand? You know
1: what does it matter? And I mean I don't know. Well, one of the things like I agree with you, but and it's also one of the things that like something's gonna come out of this because real estate's gotten so hot across the entire nation. Uh Values have gotten so high that enough people are getting hurt and making so much money yeah. that legislation is starting to catch on well it's also one of the things you look at it like when somebody wholesales something who reports the taxes the wholesaler made nobody nobody is nobody. A correct because the title company doesn't report uh, title it. title company doesn't do it buyer doesn't do it seller doesn't do it who pays the fee or it's who up reports to, it's that up
0: to the wholesaler to report that it's
1: up to the wholesaler to report how much they make and how many wholesalers, the people that we know are going to say, yeah, I made a hundred grand last year, wholesaling properties. Zero. I mean, not very many. I mean, there's probably yeah. a few out there that do uh, that.
0: We, uh, on all, uh, we, tra- all transparency. <laughs> uh, we do tell them that that's a stupid move because at the end of the day, the IRS is always going to get, yeah, theirs. it's like they do audit report- you. They, and they are
1: seeing this kind can, of income. They can figure it out. Nobody yeah. reports by a 1099, but if they start seeing a lot of stuff, especially this administration wants to beef up IRS. And one thing, I do agree with that. It's like, hey, I pay my taxes legally. I know a lot of people don't. So it's like, everyone should pay the legal amount of taxes they're supposed to pay. And, yeah. it's and one we of just those that lost like, all the viewers. And no, there they go. <laughs> um, like, and it just crashed. YouTube was like, whoa. Well, YouTube would actually like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, it's just yeah Yeah. like where where i was saying it's like nobody reports that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. so if they beefed up then when they say like how many trillions of dollars are lost every year just by people doing tax cheats not reporting underreporting, doing all kinds of stuff like that these are the type of transactions they're talking about because it's all a digital transaction there is a footprint they can find it you're not hiding it you're not exchanging cash cash is the only thing they don't they can't track very easily Right. So they can see it. Like they audit in a title company. They're going to see all these HUDs and they see these fees and be like, Hey, let's dig into that $20,000 this person got. Did they pay taxes on it? Then they say, all right, there's no social security number. Who is this name? It's like they'll eventually track it down. So, that is one thing I do see starting to be regulated before too long is like they, it is becoming a big enough industry, enough money is transacting this way. They will find, they will do something to find those tax dollars. Yeah. That's one thing I'd never put
0: past the government is to figure out how to make money. And they can move the, because a lot of people say, well, you know, that was two years ago. They have done it before, and they will do it again, where they can go and say, oh, we're implementing this law, and we're going to go back 10 years to implement this. It's like, wait,
1: what? What do you need to open a bank account? Exactly. A social security number, an EIN number. You're not making money. All they got to do is find your social security number. Or your EIN number. Yeah. And they just and they will instantly be able to link all your accounts together. All right, where's this link to a bank? Look at the bank and they'll see all the transactions going in and out. Yeah. And I was like, it doesn't take much. They don't need your approval to do that kind of stuff. Like they will be able to so, figure that out, go through it, and they'll be like, hmm.
0: And once they start auditing, they don't stop. So let let let's keep going with their stuff, right? So the next thing they had was they're going to determine a code of ethics oh, the wholesalers need to oh, follow. Oh, God. And when they said this, I mean, you got to think about it. Like, you, you know, it's four gurus sitting around a table talking about code of ethics, right? And, <laughs> and I just started, I was like, huh, who is going to determine what the code of ethics is? Like, I've seen who you guys have associated with. And you have associated with some real slimy-ass people, you know, just because they have the following, huh? That's an opinion. (laughs) Yeah, sure. Um, But they've associated with some really slimy people that, you know, we know are breaking the law. We know they're shady as shit. But just because they had the following, they're doing it. So then it's like, who are you to create the code of ethics then? Because you're already... Dubbing yourself the board members, you're already saying we are going to be the initial board members. People can vote us out later, which yeah. I'm sure like every dictatorship, it's going to be, you know, it's going to change where it's like, well, only certain people can get voted out and it has to be by a certain, you know, I'm yeah. sure that kind of shit's going to so come out. It's the boys club. Kind yeah. Of so you're looking at it and it's like the determine, first I want to determine the, the uh, set education that you're going to have to have, go to ethics and then certification. So they're saying wholesalers will need to become certified because their point is that eventually it's going to happen anyway. You're going to, you're already having these states are demanding wholesalers become licensed. So he's like, it's going to happen anyway. So why don't we have them certified as wholesalers, get them licensed. So then they're able to perform. And I was like, okay, so here's another of my questions, right? Is that Wholesaling. Why does everybody get into it? Why does everybody start as a wholesaler? Because it's literally almost like the lowest barrier to entry. Yeah. And all they're doing right now is creating more and more barriers for entry. You're going to eliminate all the wholesalers like us that we didn't have any money when we started. Yeah. We were damn near negative in money when we started that now you need to join a board. You need to get certified. You need to get their training. I'm sure their training isn't going to be free. So you need well, to I mean, do it's all just this. Like becoming just a realtor so at that point. Yeah,
1: doesn't mean anyone well, can le- get real estate. But you're going. Yeah. You have. You still have to buy the education. You still have to go through the training. You still have to pay fees. You still have to do these things. And it's one of the things like, do I, do I see this like catching wind? No, because you look at your your big companies that are quote unquote wholesalers, they still all buy it first and then resell it. So they're mm-hmm. not wholesaling. They're straight, just double closing. They're, they're the owners. They, they bought the house them. and but and you need that kind of money and that kind of power. Cause you can't tell me these gurus like this make enough. There's enough of them around that want to focus on this, devote enough capital to it to rewrite laws and legislation and represent this kind of stuff. Cause that's very expensive. Mm-hmm. And your, your big wholesale outfits aren't, they don't, they don't care because all their agents are already licensed. Yeah. So it, it doesn't matter to them. And I think that's why they do it is because they just didn't want to get caught up and have something changed for them and ruin their business model. It's like, hey, they're all licensed. So I, I don't yeah. see, I mean, it would it be cool? Would it be good? Probably. No. But I don't see it catching wind because there's got to be enough money, enough. I don't see them doing it fast enough, faster than the city legislations being able to put against it. Cause I mean, we already have the national association or national RIAs real estate investor associations, and they do some representation and stuff like that. So I, I just don't see that catching a big tailwind that's going to push them across the table. Cause it's also like it's all who's who are wholesalers. I'd say teams of like, as far as like ownership and like main players, not VAs and stuff, 10 15 people like i don't like i could imagine a team of 15 people all being like u.s based principals working for a wholesale outfit here in the u.s and i think you're high on that number yeah it's like (laughs) i can't see 15 like 10 even five is still just kind of like a "Eh, Mm -hmm. you might have a couple sales agents stuff but your turnover rate's gonna be huge because by the time your agents realize all you're doing is wholesaling they're gonna figure it out and gonna do it themselves they already see that with like your big wholesale outfits that we call them, even though they're double closing. A lot of them figure it out and they go somewhere else and do it themselves because they, they can make so much more money. They can keep oh, yeah. all of it instead of 20%, they get
0: 100%. 100%. So, you know, so then here's my point with all this is what I do agree with them is I do agree with investors needing to come together to fight these regulations. I think if, as an investor group, as, as you know, investors general, we all get together and we start beating down, you know, our, our representatives and everybody and saying like, Hey, stop pushing this shit because it's actually going to hurt. You know, it's not going to hurt just us because think about it with agents with every and everything that we're doing, like agents can't solve the problems that investors can solve. Their only solution, put it on the market. That is it. You understand? But when the house needs a seller lease back. You know what I mean? When when the property needs you to help them, like figure out how the hell can they delay the foreclosure so they can sell the house, all these things. What what investors are known for is their creativity. Well, and then it's also one of the things like it's more a rise of like not to
1: put a plug or to yeah. the own horn kind of thing, like stepstone. Like they're all investors first, yeah. and then realtor second. I think investing is going to be quote like what their mission has been is being like mainstream. And do a lot more for the investor community and the realtor community. Because, like, yes, I'm a licensed broker in the state of Texas. with am an associate broker with StepStone. But I can do all, do all the investing things and just being like, hey, I can do the lease back. I have the, I have the connections to find the capital that I right. need that I don't need bank loans. I can do lease back. We do them all the time. We're doing one next month. Edwards is like, hey, guy needs five days from extra capital so he can buy his house and just, just that little bridge gap. Yeah. I can do that. I can have the connections. I am the buyer in that scenario. And, and we, I do, we've and we, done
0: it up to three months. And
1: we, and I do, we yeah. do disclose in the contract, like, hey, principal of the purchasing entity has a uh, Texas broker's license. Yeah. And th- they know that, but they don't care. Because at that point, they're like, hey, I got a problem. I'm solving it. I know you're making money on this transaction. I don't care. No. You've solved my problem.
0: So, so again, like going back to it, I do agree that as investors... When these things come up, because I I think the most recent one was in uh, Georgia, that they passed the most recent one that you need to get a license. And um, so it's Georgia, Pennsylvania, Oklahoma. Well, also certain...
1: (laughs) That's the bourbon! That's the bourbon! makes you walk (laughs) out of your tongue. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Municipalities... Still can't say it right. Shit. Um... Well, I'm not even gonna correct it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not even to try. Municipalities are even coming out with their own regulation within the city of like Philadelphia. Yeah. You can't do this. It's like it's not just a state. No, the damn city is saying, yeah. like, hey, if you're doing these types of transactions, we can, like that's what's saying, like it's so it's such a fragmented thing that like from city, state, local, and federal all have a say in how these transactions happen. Yeah. So it's like for a company to come in and disrupt the whole industry or a quote unquote national, you know, when you said like unionizing it, yeah. union need to come in to say like, you'd have to get like an act of freaking Congress to just redo all of the past 250 years of legislation to wipe it away. That's like, Nope, federal government says this. And this organization is the person that does that. Like, no, the, the entire tax code, the entire political system, the entire governance system is based on creating competition. Even though there's big players that are trying to manipulate that. Well, you're then, talking like massive trillion dollar companies trying to do that.
0: So the other issue was that, you know, they said, well, well, what's going to happen is you're going to pay a, a yearly membership or monthly membership to be a part of this. And what we're going to do is we're going to use that money and all those funds to be able to uh, speak to our representatives and and and, you know. Do the whole shit that you got to do. Buy off politicians and everything they do to buy. um, Buy off politicians? They don't buy off politicians. What are you talking about? Right. Everyone's ethical. Yeah. (laughs) That's not how laws are made. But anyway, um, you know, you got got to do all these things, right? And it's like, how many millions of dollars are you going to have to get from members to be able to even put a dent on this? You, I, mean, I mean, that's what I your members, yeah. like
1: you're talking, you're the base of people, like one, yeah. two, three, four-man outfits, maybe five, six, seven, like not yeah. very many. Like you're not They don't to. have that kind of money. No. Yeah, they might make like 100, 200 grand a year, but they're not willing to chip in like, yeah, I'll throw an extra $10,000, 30, 50, 100 million, or not 100 million, sorry, uh, like 50,000, $100,000 towards your cause. Yeah. Get out of here! No, well, that, they don't want that's that. Why, like, they to don't me, want that regulation. That's why gurus and wholesalers like where they're at. It's yeah. like, hey, I have nobody in my backyard telling me what to do. I don't have to claim any of my income on taxes because nobody makes me report it. Like, no, they
0: don't want that kind of that awareness. And to me, it's like you know, we, we got to control like their their whole thing, and and they use this a lot of you know trying to control and and organize and bring together. So it's like. All right. So you're trying to take something that's been, you know, very organic the way it's grown. Everybody does it the way they do it. You know, each city, each, uh, each area, each state, they have their own things of doing it. They have their own ways. You want to take all of that and combine it into one way of doing everything, of doing the whole thing. I was like, you're killing the whole spirit of what it is to be an investor of creative real estate, of yeah. being able to think for yourself and think about creative solutions. How can you do this? How can you do that? Like you, at this point, you, like you said, you're creating the, the national realtors association for wholesalers, you know, and you're going to kill it just as they're killing it for agents. You understand? Yeah. Like to me, it's a, and, and again, I do agree. We need to come together but I don't think having a membership group that provides a specific kind of education created by gurus that all of a sudden sell education and mentorship. What a coincidence. That's not, that's not going to influence their bottom line, you know, And and they're going to determine the ethics. And it's like, you know what I mean? Like, I just, I don't see the this shit playing out in any way that actually benefits investors and wholesalers you know, throughout this whole space. And then they're like, oh, and we'll probably have conventions and we're going to do this and we're going to... Uh, like, okay, so you're going to have conventions. So that means you got to charge more because you're going to have expenses. You're going to have all this. You got to charge people to go to this convention. You're just a guru. Like, you're doing the same shit. Yeah. You went from we want to lobby it for just, people to uh, all of a sudden dude, we want to do all just, this. like
1: the, the, the personality of gurus and they're Code of ethics, morales to me, and then you get them all trying to like govern this organization together. I think they just implode on themselves. Yeah, I I just really think they would because like I haven't met many like quote unquote like like they're, those guys are gurus. They probably they make way more money by talking about real estate than doing real estate. Yeah, and they would I think they would just implode on themselves because they're all out for themselves. They're all like they they try to play these games of. Hey, we're part of the group. It's all about the community, but nah, not really. I'm trying to make money for myself.
0: And and my thing is like not trying to be so cynical and say, you know, they're out for themselves and all this, but when you look at how Oh,
1: not trying to be what I'm saying. <laughs> not agreeing with me. No,
0: no but it's it, it like, you know, playing devil's advocate here, and it's just looking at the way they're laying it out, looking at all the things and I'm like, you're you're doing too much already. Like if you if your goal was to represent wholesalers, and represent investors, what are you doing with everything else? Why are you trying to certify wholesalers? Why do you need to create a centralized, uh, contracts that everybody needs to use? Why create a centralized form of education that's created by you guys that everybody needs to follow? You understand? Like you, you yourself are going to make wholesaling more impossible to do because at this point, like these States and everything, they're doing these laws there's such stupid laws to get around. You know, like, you know, oh, you need a license. Okay. You know, like, and? Like, wh- wh- where's the complication here? You understand? Like, I-, I don't think that, I don't think that the the their reaction to the problem is proportionate. I think what they're doing is getting a, a little bit too out of hand. And I, I just can't help but, think about how it has to be because of the money and the awareness and the reach you will have by creating this kind of buzz you know what i mean by creating this kind of noise you're going to be covered by media you're going to be everywhere you're going to have you're going to get get awareness you're going
1: to catch the wrong attention that you're wanting
0: yeah but you know what do they say there's no uh there's no such thing as a bad publicity you know, it's, uh, it's one of those things yeah. that's like, I don't know. It's like, and that's like
1: wholesaling has always been an underground thing for a reason. And cause one, it's not investing no. at all. Like you're just providing a service at that point. And like wholesaling has been around for decades and it's becoming more and more mainstream. The fees are getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger on stuff like that. Uh, you're going to catch the tension of the people you don't wait, want. Like wait. they want the underground thing for the fact of the reasons, like you can do those things. Yeah. And there's a lot of shitty people out there that like, and there are a lot of shitty wholesalers. Like, and you know, that 80, 20 rule we always talk about, like, I'm pretty sure to, I was thinking about this earlier for just today. I was like, I don't think the 80-20 p- rule applies here because, like, how many good wholesalers are there to bad wholesalers? And I don't think there's
0: 80-20 of each. You don't think there's 20 good wholesalers to 80 bad ones? You think there's a lot less? Yeah, I really do because, yeah. like,
1: once you start wholesaling, like, you move on to actually true investing. Yeah. You, tr- you move on to buying. You move on to – because it's a straight up, like – hard hustling job can you make money yes but you have no reoccurring revenue you have you're not investing you can't stop. at all you're not investing can't in your stop. future you're not investing in any kind of retirement you're not
0: investing in anything it's like you're just making income yeah <laughs> yeah you, it's all you, you're doing you, you got to build systems you got to build processes you got to hire people you got to take the risk make the money you got it's a lot to be able to have just wholesaling on its own as a business yeah. you know and and, that's and the why, ones that have made it you look at them and they look at like what is the
1: reputation amongst like legitimate investors? Yeah. It's oh. dog shit. Like it's just like no, no, god no. Like the, you, you name any one of these companies and they're just like uh, like yeah. no. They started don't, don't off buy from they, them. they they started, yeah. they yeah, they started off okay, but now they're just terrible. So. Yeah. Well, like, I mean,
0: it, looking at also some of the changes that we because I'm a big fan of the free market, right? And I believe that yes, things can get bad things can go to shit for a little bit. But if you let the free market be the free market, it will correct it. You understand? It's just, and it will correct it much quicker than any government can correct it. You understand, but it will correct it. And one of the things that we started seeing is when you and I both started, we went from, we we started, especially when I started like, what, nine years ago now I remember I started doing marketing and you didn't want to come off as a company. You wanted to come off as an individual because people, you know, it was after the 2008 thing. So people were like, I don't want to deal with big companies, with businesses, with all this, because you guys, you know, you tank the whole economy and all these things and you're greedy, blah, blah, blah. So we were killing it with just doing postcards that said, like, my wife and I want to buy your house. My family and I want to buy your house. Right. Or Johnny buys houses and then Alicia buys houses. And it's always that very personal one on one kind of thing. And what we've seen lately is that we're seeing a lot more people as sellers like, nah, this is a scam. I don't believe you. And they start hanging up. Mm -hmm. So we started switching to our company and our company name and our website and our address, like showing them that we are a legit business. We are on the Better Business Bureau. We are, you know, on social media. We're everywhere. You can find that we are legit. Then... You're talking to them now. Now that piques their interest. Now it's like, oh, okay, okay, wow, that's great. You know, what's your business card? What's your business address? Where are you located? They want to know because n- they're starting to move away from this. You know, Johnny buys houses shit, yeah. and they're starting to go to your family wants the- to
1: buy your houses. Because I remember when we discovered that, it was like, man, we just like discovered like sliced bread for the first time. Like we were killing phone, it, blowing up, like it's killing crazy. It. And then all of a sudden, everybody started doing it. It's like it comes and it goes. It's like. Oh, I get all these like want to be like my family wants to buy this house. My brother and I, my cousin and I, my family, my mom and dad like they want to buy like and now it's like not very many companies want to buy. Now when the companies come, oh, I'm gonna go towards the legitimacy and then it's gonna go away again. Like it's a it's a roller coaster it comes and it goes.
0: Yeah. So, but again, comes and it goes. But the market always corrects. Like it, it's always gonna move and shift. And right now for those Johnny buy houses it's getting a lot harder to find deals. If you can't set up a website, if you can't set up an online presence, if you can't set up a company, if you can't show that you're a legit business, it's getting harder and harder to find deals for these people. Where on our hand, it's getting easier and easier for us to find deals. You know, so we're starting to see that shift. So if you're doing any kind of real estate marketing, you want to make sure that you are understanding what market you're marketing to. So this is something that, you know, I've noticed personally, especially, you know, with all the marketing that we've been doing and we definitely pivoted, we, we made that shift, yeah. we made that, and we're having people that are like, you know, cause we do have, uh, this one uh, seller that complained on our better business page Four years, and three years ago. Yeah. And it was a stupid complaint because it was, yeah. you know, and it got
1: settled resolved. Like, yeah.
0: We, we took care of it. And, and but the point is, that they went back and they searched that and they brought that up to us. So people are searching you. They want to see that you're credible. They want to see that you, you know, that you are a real business and not just some schmo that just got started. So I think that already is going to create a big barrier for a lot of new wholesalers that have no track record. You know, I think that's going to be something that's going to be a lot harder for you guys that are starting off. You don't have a track record. You don't have anything. What I recommend is, Work with somebody that does, I think, you know, try to partner up and I'm not saying go work for them. I'm not saying be their employee, get a W2. What I'm saying is partner with them, use their credibility, use their brand awareness, use their stuff to give you credibility until you build your own. You understand The once you build your own, then you're going to be good to go. And who knows by then, probably the market shifts again.